What if you could become a better person, not by working harder, but by taking one small step a day? And not because you're a bad person now, but because there's something inside you that's ready for more. How to be a better person gives you one tiny step a day you can take to be the person you want to be. My mission? To help you live your best life. Hello and welcome to How to Be a Better Person with Kate, me, your host, and the author of the book, How to Be a Better Person which has 401 ways to make a difference in yourself and the world. This week on the podcast, I am talking about energy, what it is, what it does for you, and how you can take care of it so that it takes better care of you. Today's big idea is figuring out exactly what energy is. Most people, when they think of energy as something that a person has, are thinking about stamina or strength or what my grandmother used to call pep. And if you have a lot of it, you're like the Energizer Bunny. And if you don't, you need a nap. Beyond that, we don't really think much about energy as a personal resource in the West. It's more something that is out there, like what turns the lights on when you flick the switch? Or maybe, if you're more scientifically minded, it's what's contained in a ray of sunlight. But energy is a definite personal resource that is about more than your get up and go. Other cultures recognize energy as something that is as real and as important as blood and air, a vital life force that surrounds and infuses every cell. In yoga and Ayurveda, it's called prana. In traditional Chinese medicine, it's called qi. And in Reiki, it's qi. In those disciplines, you perform specific postures or manipulate specific points on the body to stimulate your life force energy and get it flowing. That's very real and something that I believe in, but it's not exactly what I'm talking about when I am talking about energy today in this episode and the rest of the episodes this week. What I am talking about is your vibe, the space that you inhabit and the frequency you ride. You influence it and it influences you. Your energy is also palpable to other people and impacts how they feel in your presence. It's invisible, but very real. Have you ever met someone and something about them felt off to you? Not even necessarily because they said or did something, but just something you couldn't put your finger on? Or maybe you felt like you needed to take a shower after talking to them because it felt like you came into contact with their essence and it did not feel good. That was their energy you were feeling. And then some people give off a vibe that make you feel something good, at home, seen, inspired, etc. That's also their energy. Your energy plays a role in so many important things. Your moods, your thoughts, your worldview, your actions, your results, even your health and happiness. So I thought that this week it would be a really worthy exercise to start thinking more about your personal energy so that you can take better care of it and it can start taking better care of you as well as the people you come into contact with. I've got a practical example of how energy can affect your life and your tiny assignment right after this break. Welcome back. I'm excited to be talking about energy with you this week because it is a very useful lens to use when thinking about what you do and what you don't do. Here's a practical example. Say that you carpool with a couple of other families and one of the people involved in the carpool is a very dramatic person. 
even though the carpool is supposed to be something that saves you time and energy, and on a practical level it does because you don't have to do every drop of driving, on an energetic level the drama creeps into your head in your day. Maybe you end up thinking about it when you wake up in the middle of the night. Maybe you start getting a little pit in your stomach whenever you see a notification from the carpool group text. If you were only looking at this from a practical lens, you'd think no way should you leave the carpool. And if you were thinking about it from a niceness perspective, you might think it's better to just suck it up and not rock the boat. But when you consider your energy and how much the vibes created by the drama are seeping into the rest of your life, and you remember how important your energy is and that when it's in a good place, all kinds of things fall into place, then it might make a whole lot of sense to wish your fellow carpoolers well and get out of there. Yes, you might have to do more driving, especially at first, but removing yourself lifts your energy so much that you are likely going to be able to spot the opportunities within the effort. Maybe you and your kid get some bonding time that you didn't even realize you needed. Maybe you create an opening to team up with someone else that you didn't really have a reason to develop a relationship with before. All kinds of things could happen if you could clear the space for it and free up some energy that will help you attract it. This is the power of paying more attention to your energy, getting you out of situations that bring you down, and keeping you more open to things that lift you up. My one caveat is that while you do have a lot of influence over your energy, and all the rest of the episodes this week will help you figure out how to use that influence, there are very legitimate and real reasons why you might not be in a great energetic space. Maybe you're going through a really trying time. Maybe you're dealing with your mental health or your physical health, or maybe you've had more than your fair share of trauma. I'm not saying that if your energy is low that it's your fault, and if you just thought more positively or did these quick hacks to raise your vibe, all your problems would magically disappear. Besides, there's a time and a place for everything, and sometimes getting stuck in a loop of low energy can be the best teacher because you get well and truly sick of feeling that way, and that fed-up feeling can be great fuel for taking a new approach. I am saying that energy is a tool we have to work with that a lot of us don't think much about, if at all. We tend to think about logistics and what other people think and maybe something deeper like what's the right thing to do and those are all helpful lenses, but they aren't the only game in town. Sometimes just learning about energy and starting to observe how it's working in your life and in your mind is enough to start to shift it. There are also ways that you can start protecting and building your own energy, which we'll talk about later this week. And when and if you're ready to do more, you could seek out something like Reiki, yoga, or acupuncture, or even a relatively new field known as energy medicine to help you tend to your energy a little more deeply. But we're just getting started here. So your tiny assignment is to check in with yourself at least three times in the next 24 hours to see where your energy is. Does your energy fluctuate a lot or is it pretty stable? Are you in a really comfy place like an energetic Birkenstock or are you on more of a merry-go-round or roller coaster? This is just some preliminary research to help you cue in to your own energy and how it behaves on a typical day. We'll build on this information more in the rest of this week's episode, so keep your ears on this space. But remember, just tuning into your awareness sometimes is all that it takes to help start to shift something even before you take any conscious steps. 
And you may have heard me mention this before, but I have an audio lecture that I created that explores the seven levels of energy and how to identify which level you're in and how to consciously choose to jump to a different level. If you'd like me to send you the seven levels of energy audio, I would be happy to. It's my gift. There's no strings. Just shoot me an email at kate at katehanley.com and I'll send it as an attachment to your email. And be sure to come back tomorrow when I'm talking about how to figure out what raises your energy and what squashes it. Thanks for listening to How to Be a Better Person. Our theme song is Left for Deadish by Junior85. The podcast is mixed by Sound Advice Strategies. If you liked what you heard in this episode, share it with someone you think would like it too. Your voice matters. Also, How to Be a Better Person has an official newsletter that sends the past seven episodes, a sneak peek of the week ahead, and one well-chosen meme to your inbox every Saturday morning. Sign up at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com and click on Get Podcast News. I also love to hear from listeners. I mean, I love it. Send me an email by clicking on the Contact Kate button at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com. Tweet me at Kate Han, K-A-T-E-H-A-N. Or find me on Instagram at Kate Hanley Author. I look forward to connecting with you. 